0: This is Solid Talk.
1: Speaking out loud yeah, in depth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in, or even come as a guest and show each other respect.
0: God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk speaking out loud in depth. And I have a Special guest with me, a awesome. familiar face. You yes, want to say hello yes. to everybody? Hello,
2: everybody. I am Nicole Queen. I am excited to be here. I feel like I've been gone for a few months. I missed you guys, but I'm back here in the, in the studio with Mr. Solid Talk himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's my new nickname, Mr. Mr. Solid,
2: Solid Talk. talk.
0: <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord. It's been a little while, schedules and eh, things like that, but I'm glad to have that. Nicole back <laughs> on. So, you know, God is just so wonderful. But Tonight, family, we want to talk to you about the... Exercising our authority in Christ, Sorry. you know. In the code, there was a, a, a old we used to call them deaconess oh in the Baptist church. There was a deaconess at my old church. Her name was Deaconess Cunningham, <laughs> right? And uh, <laughs> one thing she always used to say, she used to say that there's benefits to knowing Jesus. Oh yeah, um, there are things that come with knowing Jesus, and I think so often we can get caught up in you know, like uh, what I can do and what I can't do and all of this stuff. But do we really focus on the benefits that come with knowing the Lord? And earlier today, yeah, you were speaking to me and kind of posing the question like, is it the case that sometimes we leave stuff on the table? Or do
2: we leave stuff on the table? Yeah. Talk
0: to me a little bit about that. Mm.
2: It's such a loaded statement because, and I, and I'll just preface it by this or prime the conversation by stating this. When you know who you are, you know what you, who and what, when you know who you are, you know what you have access to. So many times, you know, liken it to an animal when it's a dog. You know the things Mm -hmm. that a dog does. It barks, it wags its tail, it jumps up when the master gets, the master, but the owner gets home, you know, things like that. So it, when it's flowing in the identity of what it is, it knows how to function according to how it was designed. Mm -hmm. So when we know who we are, as Christians, as disciples of Christ, as sons and daughters, not just servants, but also sons and daughters, there's a whole realm uh, or, or a whole widespread availability of benefits to us. So you've gotta know who you are, because if you don't, you're leaving so much on the table. Coming to Christ is not just, I want a good house. I want a good husband. I want a or, or wife if you're um, a male. Um, I want a good job. I want to have nice things. Do you realize the value of peace? Wow. Do you realize <laughs> the value of a sound mind? Mm. Do you realize that you can declare and receive healing? Do you recognize that when things are going on, you can speak to a mountain and that thing has to shift because in the name of Jesus, it has to go? Do you realize the authority that we have been given? Mm. And I don't mean to get fired up this soon, y'all, but I feel it now. <laughs> Greg, you, you started something with hey, me tonight. Lady,
0: you got to get fired up. Ahead, get <laughs> you know fired I always up, get fired right, up. Get but it's, it's, it's
2: like when we don't know who we are, you are not fully utilizing or maximizing what he truly died for. He didn't die just for us to be cool here and just be like, oh, I'm saved. I'm going to make it to heaven. We got some stuff to do. We don't need to live like we're, we're, we're well below our means and just say, well, I'm saved. I'm just making it by. Mm-hmm. No, there's some benefits to to knowing Christ. There's some benefits to being saved. There's a benefit to being heaven to heaven. And, and I get this gets me really, really stirred up. But knowing that you can pray yeah. at any time and access the God, the Father through prayer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's mm-hmm. a major benefit. We major a- benefit.
0: Amen. We had a My prayer God. call a couple of weeks ago and I was mm. talking about how prayer is yeah. free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like God yeah. doesn't have office hours. <laughs> he doesn't have a schedule. He doesn't have to pencil you into his yes. schedule. Literally, we can wake up as the old folks say in the midnight hour. Yes, you know, yes, wake yes. up at three in the morning, <laughs> three in the afternoon and just seek the Lord. Yeah, You know, just hear his voice, you know, find out what it is that he's saying about things and, yeah. you know, I, I said in that moment during that, during, I can't remember if it was a prayer call. It was a Bible study, actually. I said in a moment during that Bible study that it's free. Mm-hmm. But then after but it that, it hit me that it actually <laughs> costs time. Yeah,
2: it costs, yes. It costs time. And definitely and,
0: humility. And humility, uh, specifically time. No, that's the one currency that we all share. You know, mm-hmm. like as long as you've been blessed with the day, you Absolutely. have time. You know, that's like a universal currency. Yeah. So the question becomes, OK, how are we going to spend that time?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, so, good, because so, we spend time. Exactly.
0: Yep. We spend time. So thinking about what you're saying about knowing who we are in Christ, because what we're talking about tonight, one of those benefits is authority. Yes. It's authority. And so my question to you is, how do we learn who we are? Wow. When you say we have to we have to know Ooh. who we are in Christ, how does one come to the realization of who they are in Christ? You hitting Christ?
2: me tough tonight, aren't you, I'm brother? coming out swinging. You coming swinging. I'm like, can I ask you some questions? Here we you go. Have, I'm a,
0: I'm a ask you it's your person. show,
2: right? You're right? He said, I ain't fooling what you says. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when first thing that comes to mind, and rather what the Holy Spirit is bringing to my attention is um, relationship. We come to know who we are through relationship. And I'm full of metaphors. I love metaphors, y'all. Think about a baby. Baby who can't speak. A baby who can't really. I mean, they can communicate. They can cry when they're wet, they're hungry, and we got to figure out what they mean. You know, but it's through relationship that they come to the understanding of who they are. They understand boundaries. They understand, oh, well, when I cry, this happens. Okay. So I don't know quite yet that this is my mother, but I know she's the one that provides for me. So, okay. I'm starting to learn that because she's the mother or the one that's helping me, I'm the one who's receiving. Oh, OK. Learning a little bit more about who I am. OK, so it's like the relationship. And a lot of times when you are engaged in in relationship with Christ, you start to understand who you are based on who he is. Wow. And, and it's so interesting that you asked me this question because I am doing something called 30 Days of Beauty right now. Um In October, on my page, I just post different aspects of who Christ is. And it's as we learn about him, we learn about ourselves. How can I appreciate who I am and I don't know who he is? So you asked me how do I grow uh, or how do I get to know who I am? And it's through relationship. You don't have to always have it figured it out. But guess what? When you go through a hard time, you know who you are. When God puts you in situations where you got to speak to some things and you say, oh, wow, that just moved. I learned a little bit more about who I am. Mm. Okay. Wow. I was uh, struggling with this and, and happened to go through that and I was healed. Okay. Wait a second. So that's a benefit that I have. I'm learning more about who I am. So relationship, circumstances, um, even trials help us to understand who we are. But I I really want to focus more on relationship because we don't know ourselves outside of him. It's impossible to know who you are outside of him. Mm -hmm. And so... um, greg you faithful find them scriptures i see that bible page turning <laughs> well
0: okay yeah i'm i'm, I'm thinking because because we were talking earlier you know what i mean and 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 i love the fact that you that you know that you had this topic on your heart because yeah. you know the lord had me in first kings wow and at the beginning of first kings you know the bible talks about how mm-hmm. david is on his deathbed basically they're trying to revive him he's not coming back to life and so Obviously, the focus now is who's going to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the new king, who's going to secede David. And so uh, what you have is Adonijah, and I'm not going to read it, I'm just going to summarize it. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got his name right. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Adonijah. Um, he just ups and just declares himself king. Mm. Just ups yeah. and just out of nowhere. He's throwing a party. <laughs> he has his own entourage, his own prophet, his own... Listen. This person and that person started to get his own little women and things like that. And, said, and so, my
2: party. yeah, it was Adonijah.
0: <laughs> he see Adonijah seeks to be king, yeah. So, he's doing all of these things, right? So, what happens now is I think it was might have been Nathan the prophet, I, I can't remember, but he comes and lets everybody know, Have y'all heard about what Adonijah is doing? Uh-huh. And, uh, long story short. You know, Bathsheba and Solomon and all of them, what they do is they go to David. And this is where I'm tying it into what you were saying about relationship. Solomon knew who he was and they Mm. knew who Solomon was supposed to be, which is the king, because of the relationship that Solomon had with Mm. his father yes and see they both actually Mm. had the same father
2: yeah come on okay
0: but the thing about it is they had uh different identities even though they had the same father so what that means is that us as christians we can't look at the the other christian and say oh well he preached like that he teach like that she sing like that he do like that we have to find out who we are and what our authority is and so once solomon found that out Come on. Uh, I'm gonna tie it up right now. Come on. Take your David, time. Take David, your time, Pastor. David gives Solomon his donkey. Yeah. Okay. His 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 uh can't remember if it was a mule or a donkey, but he gives him his his basically his his Mercedes, mm-hmm. basically his BMW, his Audi. <laughs> okay. Well it was, it was it was David. He probably had a uh a, a Bugatti. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, he gives him his donkey or whatever it is, and Solomon rides in on that. And when they see that, everybody who was at Adonijah's party, everybody who was doing all this extra stuff, they see, OK, he must really be the king wow. because w- the gift that his father gave him and the authority that his father gave him is showing. Yes, through this action. my God. You know, so when we think about our authority in Christ, sometimes yes. we have to remind See what, what what I'm about, to, I'm a um, uh just let me <laughs> take your time,
2: brother. Take your time. I
0: feel like Boomhower off uh, King of the Hill. I don't know, y'all might not know who that is, All but right. um <laughs> they they had to go to David <laughs> and remind him, so to speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, to say, okay, he knew he didn't forget, mm-hmm. they didn't really forget, but they had to have that conversation, and Ooh. that goes to what you were saying about prayer.
2: Mm. Having that conversation. Yeah. That's, 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 that, that hit me hard when you just said that. We have to have the conversation, the conversation. And like you said about prayer, prayer is what brings you in alignment with who you are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't realize the full potency or full potential of who we are until we have the conversation. Wow. Conversation and not just talking to anybody. But talking to the one who created you, Mm -hmm. talking to the one who ordained you, who gave you the authority. And one thing that I want to highlight is that as you're flipping the pages, the word of God tells us who we are. So just in case you say, oh, well, uh, for some crazy reason, I didn't pray today. okay, well, can you read? (laughs) Can Mm -hmm. you open your Bible? Mm -hmm. You know, um, because the logos works. Mm -hmm. And many times the logos can become your rhema in that moment. So we need to know what the word of God says. And we build relationship through reading. We build relationship through praying. Jesus is the word and he is the word. So as we commune with him in his word and as we pray and as we form relationship and get closer and we start to really walk in alignment, in alignment with Holy Spirit, we will start to know not only who he is, but who we are and how we are to function and what we can command, what we have authority over. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as Christians, as disciples of Christ, we don't exercise our authority enough. We be, You know how people say, oh, that's just how it is. That's just how I've always been. Says who? Mm-hmm. Why? Do you realize that if it's been going on for all these generations, then there uh, that may be something going on here. Wow. Open your mouth and speak. Your, your, your cousin had, oh, Jesus, my God. I feel in the spirit that God is saying, like, somebody may have, maybe struggling with sinus issues. Mm. Oh, my mother had it, and then I had it, and then she had it, and then she, no, you can speak against those things. Mm. You don't have to accept sinusitis. You can mm-hmm. speak against that in Jesus' name. Just because it was hereditary does not mean that it was supposed to have been there. Right. Who has opened their mouth and exercised their authority to speak against it? Wow! Who has spoken against those cycles? Who has spoken against the things that God clearly said in his word that we have authority over? Yeah, We're not supposed to play with it. We're not supposed to accept it. Imagine God looking down like, man, I gave you authority over this. And you just... Just going to use up the grace and just float on by like, oh, by God's grace, I'm making it. No, you're supposed to command it to go, not just make it.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of what inspired you to really bring this topic up is really just are we really living the life that God Mm. has called us to live? Yeah. You know, are we being afflicted uh, with things? That maybe God... Because God says it's his will for us to prosper and be in good health. Absolutely. Um, So so it's like, I guess what we're trying to get to is how how, yeah, I like what brother Joseph yeah, says. He says, <laughs> yeah, it ran I, in my family until it ran That's
2: right. Me. Because exactly. Thank you, brother Joseph. Because I said, I, I could feel in the spirit that somebody was struggling or dealing with maybe sinus issues. And I was like, no, it's not generational. So I, I praise God for you, uh, brother. And I thank God that you stopped that cycle because it is not supposed to be. If God gives us authority to speak against those things, we need to utilize our God-given ability and our power.
0: Praise the thank Lord. you,
2: Jesus. Thank God. I thank God Lord. for your Praise testimony. Thank Praise you, Brother Joseph. Yeah, my yeah,
0: God. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> man, uh, nah, so you got me riled up. <laughs> this is my riled up voice. If y'all don't know, um, but just really understanding His thank benefits. I want to read. I want uh, to read a scripture real up. quick from Psalm eighteen and two. Yes, God. And and I I really like what you said about how our benefits really are really about who God is yeah that's how we find out who we are and what authority we have yes, through knowing God. who he is because it
2: ain't right? got nothing to do with me it, it
0: ain't got nothing to do, nothing with, us. To do with me <laughs> so um this is one that I always like psalm chapter 18 it says and beginning at verse one I would love thee O Lord my strength the yes, Lord God. is my rock well he's my strength so let's count that as number one <laughs> okay so verse two says the Lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer my god my strength i'm running out of fingers now in whom (laughs) will i trust my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower
2: was that nine
0: it's about nine (laughs) i will call upon the lord who is worthy to be praised yes so shall i be saved from mine enemies Mm. and so just kind of applying this to today and in real life you know what i mean um there's so many things that we can depend on God for. There's so many things that we can lean on him for. And that's actually what he desires to do in us. You know, he desires to be that be God. I don't know how to say it. He desires to be God. I
2: am that I am.
0: I am that I I am truly.
2: It's amazing. You said that because (laughs) I'm not a parent biologically, but when I see other parents, you know, and then your kids are like, mommy, mommy, it's like, all right, come, okay, uh, okay, come down. You know, I'll yeah. see parents do that. But that's what God wants for us to do. God, 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 God. <laughs> like, talk to me. It's not an annoyance. Where did that disconnect come from? Where it's like, if you keep asking your mother the same thing, mommy, 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 gonna do this, mommy, can we do this, mommy, can we, mommy, I love you, mommy, I love you. Mm-hmm. I've seen some parents where their child would say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And they're like, okay, relax. But why is that a problem? Mm. Where, where did where did things shift between how we relate to God and how we relate to children wow. or our sons and daughters? Are we modeling the relationship that we have of Christ with our children or is what or is how we relate to our children a reflection of how we relate to God? So we're not praying and asking them questions because we think we're getting on his nerves. Wow. We're thinking that, oh, well, because of my children do that and bug, 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 bug. I don't want to bug God or I don't want to ask too many questions. I don't want to be over the top. I'm gonna just ask them one time and just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. No, he says, keep me in remembrance of my word. It's not for his benefit, it's for your benefit. He know what he said, mm-hmm. but your faith increases as you believe what he says and declares what he says, what he says, and, and truly believe it with your whole heart. Mm-hmm. So we, we have got to stop thinking that God is like, man, he's not, he's not. You make a mistake. You can still pray. You, you, you forget to cross the T and dot the I, he still loves you. He's not going to ignore your prayers because you made a mistake. Oh, man, I, I I did this. So that's probably why I got in an accident. N- no, no, he's not going to punish you and try to take your life just because you lied to somebody. And they said, did you eat the biscuit? And you said no. <laughs> and you did. Now, I mean, you, you, God is not like man. He's right. not.
0: Yeah, he's not like man at all. He's not like man, you know. And so so we're talking about this authority. Yeah, let me ask you this question. Where is the balance between understanding our God-given authority mm. versus exploiting Ooh. uh you come what hard we with believe these is God-given authority? And what I mean is say a movement like um mm. name it and claim it or I prosperity was, gospel or something like it. that. I now there is a certain um validity to that. But then it's like it's sometimes this. people can take it to the extreme. So you're saying it's...
2: It's this. It's the
0: heart. Okay. What's
2: the, what's the motive behind it? Are you declaring it because you know it's in alignment to what God desires for you? Does it connect to his will or your vision, his vision for your life? Or is it because out of selfish motivation or selfish ambition, I want this because I like this. Now, trust me, it's not wrong to have something you enjoy mm-hmm. when you want to eat dinner. Okay. Do I want chicken? Do I want steak? It's Okay. Cause you have to have food for nourishment, and it's okay. But if I'm naming and claiming stuff because I want it selfishly, and it doesn't fulfill any part of his vision or help any kind of way, one thing I heard uh, uh, someone said before a pastor, he said, "It ain't a blessing unless it could be a blessing to someone else." Wow. If it's if 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 it's something that you just hoarding and keeping for you, could you truly? Think of it as a blessing, because when God blesses us with something, many others are impacted by that as well. So if I'm declaring stuff, is this not only what's in the Word, but what's my heart posture behind it? Am I declaring it because I want to hoard it from me, or am I declaring it because it's part of fulfilling the vision and the will that God has for my life? I know some people that's just like, um, I want to get married, I want to have kids, I want to do that, I want to do that, and um, and that's fine and all but does it connect to the overarching vision that God has for your life is it for selfish ambition and i'm and trust me i'm not saying it's wrong to be married to have kids but do we take the step to think beyond it to say okay my family when we get married are going to be a house that represents jesus christ we're going to stand in the gap we're going to be a representation of the kingdom of God. So, or are we just thinking, I want to have kids and I'm in this cute little picture and, ooh, wifey goes, oh husband goes, oh kid goes, all of these things. Is it about that? Or is it about truly embodying the representation of God's kingdom on this earth so that others can see what a true marriage is like? God says that He's married to the church. Mm-hmm. Do we represent the church to others? Do we represent what that marriage is? To others, wow. so it's kind of like what you're naming and claiming and wanting and all that. Does it glorify God or does it glorify you? Wow. That's basically what I'm saying, and I think that's the difference between it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I wanted to ask that question because sometimes when people go so intense on one particular subject, or they go so intense of of um yeah yeah they go so intense on um you know like one particular thing what it what it can do they they're almost presented like. If you don't live a rich and abundant life, then you're not Christianing right. Yeah. Like you're doing something wrong because you don't have everything that you desire, you know, out of your selfish desires. So that means that you're missing it somewhere. And I think it's so important for us to make that distinction um, because uh, we have to know what our authority is and who we are. But we also can't let people uh, exploit Absolutely, that authority or 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 things like that. So, you, you know, I think question? it's important. <laughs> say that again. So
2: you ask me another question.
0: Oh no 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 no! I mean, I might. I gotta but... pick up my brother, y'all.
2: <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking about like uh <laughs> like the person who the, the 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 organizations that might say you're not. You're, you're doing something wrong because you don't have the mansion or the car or something like that. And Mm. that's not really consistent with the word. You know what I mean? Because, excuse me, even though we, even though we do know who we are and we do have authority, Um, Jesus said, in this world, ye shall have tribulation. Yes. But he said, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. That's right. You know, and I don't want somebody to be like in one of these ministries and they're thinking because I don't have a lot of material things, Mm. then I don't have the proper relationship with God. That's so good. You know, there's, I believe that every born again believer is going to go through a wilderness season. Yeah. You know, my wilderness might not look like your wilderness. Mm -hmm. You know, one person's wilderness might just be, um, you know, uh, financial wilderness. Another person's wilderness might just be uh, trouble in in relationships or family issues or something, trouble with the child. Whatever the case may be, we're all going to go through something. And this is why in the book of James, it says, count it all joy. Yes. When you fall into diverse trials, diverse temptations, because knowing Mm. this. It's the trying of your faith. It's the
2: trying of your faith. You know,
0: if oh, faith works patience. Let yes, patience have does. her perfect work. Why? So that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing, nothing. or lacking nothing. Better stated. Oh, so, you know, I say all of that to say, right. Um, so if God has taken somebody through a financial wilderness and they're believing what somebody else is telling them, they're going to miss the point. And they might not think that they have authority, but they do. Come on. You know what I mean? It's just that you're in this particular season. Yeah. You know, almost every person we read about in the word of God w- went through a tough season. Yeah. And most, a lot of them ain't do nothing wrong.
2: And 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 as you were talking and we were talking about um, authority and, oh, well, because she don't have this and he don't have that, you know, are they really serving God? Are they, quote unquote, Christianing right? Immediately when you said that, the first thing I thought was, have you considered my servant, Job? Wow. Have you considered my servant Job? Who would argue to say that Job was doing something wrong? His friends thought so. Was he doing something wrong, or was his faith that strong that it got the attention of someone? Wow. <laughs> Said, hmm, let me try to test him mm-hmm. and see. Why I can't say someone, but you know, um, but it, it got it called such a great attention that it was like, well, wait a minute, I've been searching to and fro, looking all around, and in this one right here stands out. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you considered my servant Joe? Mm. Have you ever thought that perhaps your relationship is so strong with him that you're doing so well that you could actually that you have been chosen to handle certain circumstances that others can't? Have you ever thought that because your faith is so strong that the things that are coming against you is not only to not, I'm sorry, let me restate, not to test you, so to speak, but to show to others the intensity of your faith and the strength of your relationship with him based on how you handle your season, based right. on how you handle your process. It doesn't make you any less Christian because you have, don't have, you're not Christian and right, you always suffering, you always going through, but how was my heart through it? How was my faith? Did I did I show up to service? Uh not, not saying that being in the service means that you're a Christian, but basically, did I continue in the things of the Lord? Did I continue to serve? Was I always whining and fussing? Did I, you know, did I, oh, it's just me, man. It's another day. How was yeah. my faith during that season? So we cannot be blinded by superficial things or be blinded by uh the things that are showy or, or, or what's the word you were saying the um the
0: pretentious or uh, like religious or yeah and external
2: the, the external exactly okay. the external things I love okay. guessing the word yeah like. I was gonna say you was <laughs> have fun with that way yeah
0: I'm like <laughs> the- a Jeopardy Go ahead.
2: <laughs> do a Jeopardy gang mm-hmm. but um we cannot be blinded by that and think that something is wrong because we don't have material because your life don't look like that reality show. Trust wow. me, they got more issues than you think. Mm-hmm. Trust me, and yeah. just because they had the material does not mean that they going to heaven. it, and it don't mean that they Christian either. It don't mean that they that that the abundance came from God. It don't mean that it was a blessing. Mm-hmm. It don't mean any of those things. So you can't measure your worth or your relationship by what you have. Wow. Physically, externally, externally, outside. Let me, let me. Yeah,
0: because because they're they're <laughs> intangible things that really absolutely can't really be measured, like absolutely. joy. Oh, you know, peace. Mm. You know, it's not so much about us not being in the midst of a storm, but it's yeah. about the fact that we can have peace in, in the midst the of the storm. Peace yes. in the storm. That's right? how you know. You know, it's that's how we know, and mm. that's a benefit that, that a lot of times often gets overlooked. It, very much so. You know what I mean? And so so when yeah. we speak to that storm, when we're going through something, yeah, you know, that's a part of the authority. Come on. You know, that's a part of, you know, just like they woke Jesus up out of that boat. He was asleep. <laughs>
2: out of it, so mad. Wide
0: awake. And as soon as he spoke to that storm, they said, What manner of man is this? Yeah,
2: come on. That and even so, the in the seasons. same in, in, in mm. the,
0: even the seasons, even yes, the winds and the seas have to obey him. So, yes. if we really think Whew. about that now, high all right, now, y'all. So, uh, can we go through a situation or speak to a situation? To cause people around us to say, what type of man or woman is this? That's good. If we're trying to be Christ-like. That's good. You know, we're not Christ, but we're aiming to be Christ-like.
2: That's good. And there should
0: be something about our life, whether we're going through a situation or whether we're just living our lives normally. Mm-hmm. If we're ambassadors for Christ, there should be something about our life that will make somebody say, what okay, what type, man man this? This? What type of man is this? What type of woman is <laughs> this? You know, like, I, you know, he responds differently. She, She don't really act the same way that everybody else acts yeah. it's peculiar mm. it makes you think it's a that's chosen so generation it's a royal priesthood that's so good do we really carry out speaking of authority do we really carry ourselves like we're royalty and i think that's what you would kind of uh kind of get into is um
2: what is that a lot like? of times
0: we can just feel so downtrodden yeah you know or just so helpless or hopeless mm-hmm. but are we really sons and daughters of God? Are we a royal priesthood? Yes. Royalty.
2: And then once you accept it, what does that look like? Yes. What does that look like? Because our system is totally different from his completely. It don't mean we all on the Oprah show and you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. No, that no, that no, <laughs> I gave my life to Christ and then I got a car right away. Everybody get a car. Pick your color. <laughs> no, that's not what that means. But It's you know, and I used to always question this um, inscription. I would say, "Lord, why do you say we grow into salvation? I thought we just save and everything's done." Mm. Oh no, it's a process. It's a process because that flesh, that flesh right there, that mind, that constant renewing of the mind, that has to happen. And so we have got to know what it is to be a royal priesthood, so that we can live out that identity. And I think many of us don't know truly all of who we are. So it's hard to have authority in realms that you're not familiar with. Wow. I don't know all of who I am. So I don't know how to exercise the authority of the unknown. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. So how am I supposed to speak? And I don't even know what I can speak about. Yeah, <laughs> How do I take authority over something that I don't even know is mine? You know? Wow. <laughs> it's, it, it, so we had to go back to the, to the, to the book. We got to go to the book. Get back to prayer. Who am I? Why am I here? What do you need me to do? Mm -hmm. What is your vision for my life, Lord? Who am I uniquely to you? Mm. Am I called to sing? Am I called to preach? Am I a pulpit minister? Am I called to the streets? Am I called to do hair and -hmm. get people saved because I touch their hair while they're in my chair? Wow. What am I called to do? Am I supposed to go to the marketplace and speak to people? God, you know what? And, and, and even to you who it may be, God may have given you a vision or or a desire to spend $100 on groceries and keep all the food in your cart and drive around and give it to homeless people as you see it. Mm. That could be his will for you. So don't think because it's not this fancy title that your vision or that God's will for you is not as important as the next person. Mm. Oh, trust me, it is. Wow. It is.
0: Man. And I think that's so important because we have to have that relationship with God. Yeah. Because we were talking earlier and we were just we were we were kind of working this issue and troubleshooting this issue together and really trying to get a feel for, you know, what does the word say about this? How Mm -hmm. does God feel about certain things? And I think a lot of times it can be case by case, Mm -hmm. you know, because we were using the example of healing, (laughs) you know, using the example of uh You know, people dealing with sickness or affliction and, you know, maybe somebody might have been born with something or something like that. And, and different people can look at it at different ways. And so uh sometimes it might be that we might have to go through something for a season, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I was looking at the example, John, chapter nine, where there's a blind man and all of the disciples are. Ta- well, some of the disciples are whispering to Jesus, Lord, who who's sending this man's family? That he became blind mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, or Jesus rather is like, um, nobody sinned, but it's so that the glory of God can be revealed in his life. Right. You know, so what actually happened was when that man made contact with Jesus, yes, God. you know, when he actually gained the revelation of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. then he was able to be healed. <laughs> you know, so so that's where the Ooh, virtue comes good. from. That word virtue is power. The woman touches the hem of his garment. The Bible said that virtue came out of him. Mm. You know, and that was power. You to said heal. something
2: that was so pivotal when he made contact with who he is.
0: Mm-hmm. When
2: I come into agreement with who he is, mm-hmm. the change took place. Who he is, who I am—that I am—is. You can't even say, I am, I am this, I am that, I am it. Because by the time you name one thing, you have done a disservice to the whole name. Wow, It's hard to just say, I am wonderful. Oh, he's way more than wonderful. Mm -hmm. How do I even try to put a word behind it? I mean, if you start saying one name, you guys, name all of them. You know, (laughs) wonderful, amazing, splendor, all the other beautiful names. You know, it's just so hard. But when you come in contact with who he is, receiving who he is. My God. That, you, that that that's that's yeah. pivotal.
0: Mm. Wow. I, I just thought about that scripture that says fight the good fight of faith. Because I'm thinking about authority
2: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: thinking about spiritual warfare. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about how we do have authority, mm-hmm. but sometimes there's going to be a fight. <laughs> you know, that we might have to exercise authority mm. on the job. Yes. We might have to exercise authority in our families. Mm. We might have to exercise authority in our neighborhoods. Yes. And a lot of times we see we already have the victory, but we still yes. have to fight the fight. That, somebody the somebody fight said it's a fixed sometimes. fight. Yeah. You know, and so when we think about that, that phrase there, mm-hmm. fight the good fight of faith, I always say a good fight is a fight that has some back and forth. Come on. You know, it's a good fight. Yeah, they, they heard me say this a couple of times. I like Mike Tyson, but then Mike Tyson fights in the 90s when you you spent 40, at that time, it was $45. You spent $50 on a pay-per-view and he knocked the person out in 12 seconds. Yeah. That wasn't, that's mad. not a good fight.
2: Yeah, you mad. But
0: a good fight is when you got, you know, Muhammad Ali in there and it's the thriller Manila and they going oh back and goodness. forth and all of this type of stuff is going on. So, are we willing to sometimes take the punches? Mm. You mentioned Job. Job had to take some punches. (sighs) He had to take some haymakers. But it wasn't about him being, uh, you know, uh, what it was about was his endurance. He that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. It was about his willingness to stay in the fight Mm -hmm. and to still, even though I feel like I'm losing this fight right now, can I still remember who I am? Ooh,
2: I feel like that's always what it goes back to. Mm-hmm. Do I know who I am? And I was talking to a really close friend of mine earlier today about our identity. And know, And that's funny. That's actually what today's topic is, the beauty of identity. they d- wow. didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday was the beauty of truth, but today was the beauty of identity. But she told me that she had been talking to, the, to God about a subject of I know who I am. And, um, my, uh, pastor, um, a previous pastor wrote a book about that. I know who I am. And I mean, it just, it just, it just was such a blessing to me, but it really comes down to, do you know who you are Mm. when this challenge surfaces? Do you know who you are when you're in the wilderness? Do you know who you are when you are in, um, on the top of the mountain? Do you know who you are? You know, do you know who you are, but you can't know until you know him.
0: And I was just thinking about, <laughs> you just said top of the mountain, and it, it just made me think about, because we all, well, I, me, I always think about the valley. Yeah. You know, I always think about the adversity. Mm-hmm. Do we even know how to handle success? Come on. If That's God tough. gives us authority and we exercise that authority and, we, and we're and we able to achieve victory in our lives, yeah. do we even know how to handle that victory? That could be tough
2: for some, not saying for everyone, but that could be tough, a mental adjustment.
0: Absolutely. You know? It if can puff not, you up.
2: Yeah, it's, there you go. Knowledge
0: puffs <laughs> up. You know what I mean. I think, I yeah. think the Bible says something about you know a novice can get lifted up in pride, yeah. and it can cause his destruction.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So sometimes we, you know, God God knows us better than we know ourselves. So it could be sometimes maybe we're not equipped to handle mm-hmm. what it is that He might have for us. Maybe it's just not the right season, mm-hmm. not the right time. Mm-hmm. It might need some refinement. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I want to Absolutely. do now, we are we, uh, well, well over the 830 mark. I want to take some time and kind of read through the comments. Sure. sure. So I greet everybody in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, Man, I'm all the way at the top now. So <laughs> so please bear with me. But I think Sister Tatiana got to this even before we did. She said better to have wisdom when you have money, yes. according to the word. You know the Bible says wisdom is more precious than rubies. You know what I mean? It's 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 it's, it's better than that. It's better than that. Glory to God in the highest. Sister uh, Tarima says, Ah, yes, it's through relationship that yeah. we come to know who we are based on who He, he is. is. I
2: like that. Who He is. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah I'll bring it. I, I know. I don't want to read all of them.
2: You know me. I'm like, so I'll bring a <laughs> let me go through each one.
0: <laughs> Here's a comment. I don't know if you want to read it or not, but I glean from his word.
2: Okay. It says, yes, do not compare yourself to anyone. You are different. So that means your purpose and identity is different. We just have the same father in his name is God. Yes. Wow. And I love it because it takes me back to, <laughs> I feel bad for saying this, but uh, it's my favorite scripture, but you know what? I'm gonna pull it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me back to 1 Peter. Ooh, I hope I don't butcher it. 1 Peter 3.10. And uh-huh. I feel bad because that's my favorite scripture. Yeah, <laughs> and it you. talks about... Can, can you pull it up in the Bible? 1 yeah. Peter 3.10. Don't hand the Bible to me. You, you find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real, y'all. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <let me laughs> when I get there, I I'm like, the I know I fall. <laughs> 1 you know Peter 3.10, 3, 10, I believe. Yeah, I believe it's 3.10. Uh, right on
0: the next page.
2: It got us. All right. Uh, that's not it.
0: <laughs> so, I y'all, I done, that you you know
2: what? You are so wrong. <laughs> Let me find. I'm going to find it, y'all, because I'm going to find it. Okay. I'm going to find it. Give cool. me one second. You keep right on there talking, and I'm going to find it. Yeah. Because I know that.
0: Man, I'm just thinking about, um, you know, I was, uh, the, uh, a previous church home I was in, they talked about, uh like uh, coming and going in the word, right? Mm. And so, when we think about authority, a lot of times when Jesus gave authority, he would say, "Go." Wow. He would say, "Go." Yeah,
2: it was an action. It so was an I, action. Yeah. So he
0: says, "Uh, um, man, one of them. I'm not sure if he says go in this one, but I know in the Great Commission. Let's see if we can find. It. I think it's like Matthew 28. There. Um,
2: is. First Peter 4:10. Okay, you, now, oh, first, or you, you a want a to read yours first? Oh, when you get a chance? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, I'll wait.
0: Yeah, it's like Matthew 28 or something. He says, um, <clears throat> this is the great commission, you know, and this is an example of, of an authority that that disciples have, you know what I mean? This is a commission. See, the Lord won't commission us to do something if he's not going to give you the authority to do it. That's good. You know, I remember when mm. in the word, I think Jesus sent out the disciples and he, he said, uh, behold, I've given you power to trample over serpents and scorpions and, 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 and no, you know, all yeah. sorts of things. No harm <laughs> is going to come to you. And they came back excited, like, Lord, even the, <laughs> even the demons are bowed yeah. down to you and stuff like that. So they went, when well, he said go, they went and then they exercised it. They, ooh. And that's what we we're talking about. They exercised yeah. that authority. And when they exercise yeah. it, it's almost like it grew. Yeah. It's like they was like, wow, okay, that worked. Now I'm gonna do it again. So they come back raving.
2: Come on. You
0: know, what that's I what mean? gets Lord. me excited.
2: It get me pumped up. Yeah. Because it, it, it's nothing like receiving something by faith than doing it. And it's like, okay, my little mustard seed grew. Yeah, <laughs> mustard seed of faith. You know, it just took a little bit and it's like, okay, wow. And I feel like every faith action you take increases, increases, increases. Wow. And here's the crazy thing. You don't really see in the word where it says get more. Mm. It just says um, like get more little seeds. It's one seed that grows.
0: Listen to this real so. quick. Matthew 28. I'm going to start it at 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power mm-hmm. is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Mm. Now 19 is where you get the command. Yeah go ye therefore yeah. so the go is based off of the premise yes that all power is given unto him in heaven and in earth so then he says go ye therefore so so he's basically saying okay so now mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> go and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost You know, he goes on teaching them uh, to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you and lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. But what I really wanted to carve out of there is he tells them to go and that go is based off of the authority that he gives them. The root word in authority is author. Mm. Right. Same word that we use for authorize. Mm. So When someone authorizes something, it means that they've given their signature.
2: And I work with authors, so I'm interested to hear this connection. Go ahead, There you brother.
0: go. And author's right. So it's <laughs> almost like, because, you know, ahead, everything Power. Everything was started by mm. a word. I'm you know, good. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Mm. Uh, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and Ooh, the word was God. Jesus. So now, okay, mm. when God has basically given, given his signature on our foreheads, what that means is that somebody, everybody really, whether they know it or not recognizes who we are yes. spiritually yes. and they have to bow to that because the name of Jesus Christ is a name that is above every, every name. name. Mm. It's a name that is above every name. Whew. So we carry his goes. name. <laughs> we carry. I need to get some Kleenex. Oh. They carry his name. We're
2: going to cry today. y'all. Well, Let we carry his
0: name. Right. Um, mm. You know, oh, uh, a guy named Tony, we used to do Bible studies at my job. He always used to use this example. He said, when a police officer stands in the middle of the street and they hold up that badge and they stop traffic,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, they <laughs> hold up that badge and they stop traffic. It's, it's nothing about that police officer as a man per se. Yeah. You know, it's almost like when the criminals uh, deal with the police and they are like, you ain't so tough. If you ain't had that gun in that bag, <laughs> you know, was, we were just at the club. I knock you out. You know, people start talking <laughs> trash to the cops, but it is because they have that bag. Yeah. That's the reason why. Yep. So spiritually, we carry the authority of Christ, and everybody has to submit mm. to that name.
2: Mm. <sighs> Man, that's that it actually ties into what uh the verse I was gonna mention as it connects to the I don't know if you still have it on the screen, um, from um what was it, sister uh let me see. I don't know if you still have it on there. I scrolled
0: down a little bit, but I think it was um, Sister Ann. Here here it is. That's the one. Don't compare yourself to anyone.
2: Yes. So based on what she said, I love, love, love. And it connects to what you said, too, about authority. Um, And it was 1 Peter 4.10, not 3.10. I was close, y'all. Give me a little grace, Mm -hmm. a little mercy. (laughs) Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I think in one um, version, it'll say in its um, diverse forms, which is the same, you know, various forms. And I love that because who we are in him, we serve the same God, but there's a diversity of how we steward the gifts that he's given us or how we serve and bring glory to him, how we win souls. We have a centralized commission to go and win souls to Christ. But how we do that may be different. The way we bring others to Christ or or the way God gives us or instructs us with a vision or his will for us may be different. My grace may not be the same as yours. You may be able to bake a a mean sweet potato pie, y'all. And this is October. So your pie may bring people around a table. And next thing you know, they having conversation. Wow. And through them conversations, people are like, I got saved off a of sweet potato pie. You know, <laughs> so we call that thing a sweet pie, save oh, pie, man. you know, <laughs> <laughs> sweet save pie. You know, but I'm telling you, your grace, you cannot discount who God has called you to be and how He has graced you. Your calling could be uh, uh to 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 bake pies. It could I don't always talk about food when I'm here. I'm always
0: talking about food. <laughs> I don't know. It could be that's why I ate before I came on. You ain't about to make me hungry.
2: <laughs> it could be some mean fried chicken, it could be, mm-hmm. you know, doing hair, it could be real estate, it could be-I mean, you showing people's houses, and next thing you know, you get to talking to them through relationship, through conversation, and next thing you know. They came to you for a house, but their whole life is saved. Wow. Whole life is saved. And guess what? Now they can speak to finances and speak to their health and speak to their this and that and that and whatever it is because of the authority that God has given them. And I don't mean suit finances to be like, oh, maybe rich because I just want some money so I can go buy this nice car. No, I don't mean like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, But
2: I mean to be a blessing to the kingdom some people truly say, God, give me the wealth so that I can support and help people on the street, help rebuild people's credit, help show people how to invest in the right things, so that they can bring wealth to their family and generations. Because what the Bible talks about is not only enough for you, but for your grandchildren. That's the mark of wealth. Wow. When you have enough for you, enough for your children. Mm -mm. enough of your grandchildren now we talking man you see what i'm saying so (laughs) you have to know where you fit you have to know your grace and that's why i love that comment because when you know who you are and it's diverse your diversified grace in a sense you can flow in the area that god has called you to and you will be so efficient and so effective rather in what he has called you to do because if you can't bake a pie don't do it don't do it don't try to win souls and you didn't make pies and you didn't put the wrong seasoning in it and then you meant to put you know uh you know you put ginger in the sweet potato pie oh, you don't put man. ginger in sweet potato pie you put ginger in pumpkin pie oh, That's a whole nother flavor hey. and you didn't turn souls away because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that and grieve the spirit he don't like that oh
0: my goodness don't do that <laughs> i went you to got- that church that church the pie was so nasty i just left <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, don't man.
2: let that be their testimony, y'all. I wanted Christ, but man, you yeah. Christians cook like that? I don't want that food. I'm done. Is that holy food? Nah, oh, I'm good. Is that what manna tastes like? Nah, I'm good. I don't want none. I'm gone. Nope. <laughs> Right back to Popeye's. I, I I'm hope, good. I hope
0: that don't be nobody's conversation on the day of judgment.
2: <laughs> I was like, going to come, but your pie was nasty, Jesus.
0: Yeah, That person who made like, that pie, like, your
2: was, disciples' pie was nasty.
0: Yeah. He was like, Lord, I was going to get saved, but they put ginger <laughs> in a sweet potato pie. <laughs> and like, all right,
1: go ahead. I'll let you in. I'll let you in. <laughs> i let you in. I know your heart was right. I don't know, yeah, I know. I know your heart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say that too. I know your oh, heart, yeah. but that's hilarious, though. So. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, but you have got to stay in your lane. That's a funny way of yeah. saying it, but you have got to stay in your lane.
0: Every joint supplier, you know, yeah. I love what you say when we flow and what we've been called to do is we, we are in our bag, as they like yes. to say. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, and, and the authority uh, flows because, listen. That, and,
0: and, and and that that's it should be noted that. Flowing in our authority is flowing in our authority. Our, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's great mm-hmm. when you can recognize that you have authority. Come on. But then also don't try to take some additional authority that's <laughs> not your authority. You know what I mean? Know your <laughs> know grace. Know your grace. Know your grace. Absolutely. Don't be, yeah,
2: I don't try and go back into food, but listen, don't be commanding stuff. And, and I mean, I'm going to leave that alone. But go
0: ahead. Here's a question I, for you. For me. <laughs> well, I'm going to make it for you. Oh. It says, where is the line? This is Sister Brittany. She hey says, Brit. where is, yeah,
2: not,
0: not. Oh, oh not the other. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm a, sorry. A, a but very, I can still say hi to you very dear Brit. Brittany as well. Where's the line between r- trusting in God versus being self-reliant or having some accountability? Okay. And that's why it's your question because it's a hard question.
2: Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the line between trusting in God mm. versus being self-reliant. Well, trusting in God means that your faith is in him. Self-reliant means that your trust is in yourself. Mm. So versus having some accountability.
0: You, so you know what I'm hearing in this question?
2: i mm-hmm.
0: I'm hearing wisdom and I'm hearing stewardship. Yeah, because that, I think I think what, what Brittany accountab- is really kind of getting to in hearing. this question is Yep. She's saying um dependency on god i talk about dependency all the time lord i depend and on you your, i'm see, making a that declaration was your, that was your
2: question see
0: declaration of dependence give me your <laughs> questions don't do me like that and um but then it's like okay i'm depending on god mm-hmm. at the same token think about the parable of the talents you got okay he gave us one person one talent another person yeah. had five or two or whatever the other person had five
2: depending on him they to had to do something with him. Mm-hmm. What
0: he gave 80. them. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be what Brittany is kind of getting to when she says yeah. self reliant. Yeah. What I, the way I read that and accountability, the way I read that is how am I using my authority? How am I using my gifts?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like, uh,
2: and am I mm-hmm. trusting in him based on the way I would process it, the way a human would, versus the distinct, um, the distinct uh, command that he's giving. So, for example, if somebody had issues with eyes and they were blind, what would we do? Go to the doctors, get some x-rays. God may say, go I' put some mud on your eyes. You might be like, mud? What's that going to do? Wow. But in the word, he's gave us some unconventional things. So I feel like what she's saying is, you know, how do I trust in him? But at the same time... um. Like, I want to trust in him, but I want to rely on what he's put in me. So do I use what he's given me to figure out the issue? Do I go straight to him? Like, how do I know how to solve a crisis or a situation? Am I just supposed to use what he got, what he gave me, use the wisdom he gave me, and just be accountable to somebody? So what I would do is I would always, whenever it's a situation where I'm not sure, or even if he's given me a certain gift, I would take it straight to him. Father, this is the situation. Now, I submit... Everything to you. Like I'm not even going to think about the situation. I'm putting it in your hands because I know that this is something that you've given me to deal with and to handle. So the only thing I'm going to rely on is your wisdom. So give me the specific insight, knowledge and wisdom on how to carry this and stay before him don't make a decision. Don't take a step. Don't do anything until you hear what he says. Now, when I say don't take a step, I don't mean like, just like stand still and don't do anything. Now, of course, faith alone is a step, you know, trusting in him is a step. So, and and, and there are some situations where you can't just sit still and not do anything, but you have to, by faith, say, I'm in a posture of receiving from you, God. So as I'm in motion, or if I'm in a situation, like I know someone had to be evicted, you know, so they can't just be like, nope, don't move myself. I got to pray. You sometimes have to be in motion or kind of like cut away or, um, you know, until or as you're as you're hearing him, but you're in a posture like, okay, Lord, work the situation out. Work the situation out. God, I can't figure it out on my own. I need you. I can't rely on my own strength. Can't rely on my own insight what are you telling me? So many times in situations, he will give us a plan and then you would take that plan and you could potentially share it with someone and then therefore be accountable to them based on what he has given to you. So if he gives you a boom, do this fast for 10 days, don't call my on a phone. You need to be off social media. Oh yeah. Tell some people. Wow. Hey, guys, I'm about to not be on social media for 10 days. So if there's somebody see you wanted, Didn't you say that? <laughs> Accountability. But your yeah. reliance is on him, not on you, what you think. It's more so on the direction that he's giving you. But I understand when you're like, well, didn't he give me this gift? So shouldn't I be a good steward and utilize it? We still never rely on our own insight. He may be giving me the hands to cook or, or bake a cake, but even still... I want to make sure that my hands are moving and flowing and I may have the skill set to bake the cake, but what if I lose feeling in my fingers? Then what? Yeah, The knowledge is up here, but I need him throughout the whole process. I need him throughout the whole narrative.
0: Apart from him, we can do nothing. Apart from him, we can do nothing. You know what I'm thinking about? Because the Lord actually kind of taught me this recently. Solomon prayed for wisdom. Yeah. And... As soon as Solomon prayed for wisdom, a dilemma presented itself to Solomon. Mm. He has these two women. You know, I think Israel is like going through some hard times or something as a people group, and so you got these two women, and they they were starving. And I think the agreement was that as crazy as this sound, they was like going eat eat eat, eat the eat their eat children the, or something yeah. like that. I forget the details, but long story short, they come to Solomon with this scenario he has to actually exercise the wisdom. Mm-hmm. So this, this is what I had to learn. Like I was praying for wisdom, but I was still wanting God to micromanage everything. Mm-hmm. Like every, literally every step, I'm going move unless mm-hmm. i ever gonna... And mm-hmm. then it hit me, okay, if you're praying for wisdom, wisdom is actually the application so of knowledge. knowledge. Right. It's, it's exercising the knowledge. So that hit me that, to a certain degree, and this is why I really understand Brittany's question. Yeah, I'm starting to. A, to a certain degree, yeah. I, I I had to learn. Okay, some things God is just going to sit back and see how I do or what I do Based
2: on what He's given me.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's not going to let me do anything catastrophic, right. and there still are going to be a lot of instances where He's going to speak very clearly, but there might be some instances where He's saying, "Okay, you ask for wisdom." You didn't mm-hmm. ask for knowledge, per se. You didn't ask even for instruction, oh. per se. You asked for wisdom. So that means now you have the the onus to be able to figure out whose who's baby this is and how we going to solve this situation. <laughs> he says, cut it in half. The re- then the real mother says, okay, don't cut it in half. Just let her, let her, have, her it. have it. Then he's able to know through that that the real mother is the one who just Sacrifice. said, let's just... Let her have the baby,
2: and that was a um, oh, what's, mm, what's the word? Not prototype, not uh, it typified, typified, yeah, what was later to come. It foreshadowed, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, the sacrificing of like, no, 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 here, here, I would sacrifice my own interests for you, mm-hmm. don't hurt my son. Wow, so it, it, um, I lost my train of thought there for a second, but mm, I'll, that's, I'll, I'll, that's I'll good it'll come though. back. That's good, um and then you were going through the comments Lean from
0: his words, talking about discernment and that this discernment comes from God that's kind of along the lines of what we're saying as well uh so I'm about to refresh a whole okay we we might have to skip to the bottom <laughs> did you get better,
2: or did you continue to show the love of God throughout your process oh yeah is that oh that was an older comment okay
0: you want to read from uh Sister Sister Chris, Chris.
2: yes, yes. Did you get bitter or did you continue to show the love of God throughout your? Oh, yes, yes. As we're going through our process, um, I think that went back to something we had said. um, Looking at the timestamp, we were talking about um, uh, abundance and what that looks like. Oh, you're not Christian enough. or you're Christian walking. You don't got all this stuff. And it's like, how did you handle your trial? You know, that's the true mark of um, how your relationship. Is with Christ, how you handle your situations, not mm-hmm. how much possessions you have, how many possessions. Yeah, man. That's good.
0: Sister Roxanne commented about the wilderness. She said, no pain, no gain. You got to go through something to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. Your reward will be waiting for you if you can make mm-hmm. it through that wilderness experience. Ain't man, that. Jesus went through the wilderness. Yes. Man, Moses like went through no the wilderness. <laughs> Elijah went through the wilderness. man.
2: Come on, Paul. He didn't
0: really. I don't think Paul called it that, but Paul went through the mm. wilderness too. If you really read about everything he went through, jailed and locked up, and shipwrecked and snake bitten,
2: it's <laughs> so he much. He probably was like,
0: I, "Can I catch a break?" <laughs> <laughs> but he ain't. He did Man. not murmur. He did not complain.
2: Hey, Tiffany. Hey, Man. Pastor Kadisha. Wow. Yeah,
0: he did not awesome, murmur. He awesome, did not complain awesome. or anything like that.
2: Good to see you guys. Hold on, you went so fast. Miss
0: Clark. Sorry, you know, I'm oh. like an expert. Oh, go at ahead. Go ahead. Filtering through these comments.
2: I'll follow your show. Let me, yeah,
0: no, if you see one, shout it out. I
2: can't. This part's covering it. Um, oh. when she said good.
0: Oh. I want to kind of read this comment yeah. from Tarima. Yeah. Good, good. The royal priesthood may not look like what we think it looks like <clears> if <throat> we're basing our experience on a worldly standard of royalty instead of a That's kingdom good. standard.
2: That's good. That's really good. That 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 would actually be another, a good chat to come back. What is royalty? What is a royal priesthood? Who does he say? We said we need to know who he is um, to know who we are, but how, what does that look like? <laughs> That's almost like a part two. What does that look like?
0: Man. <laughs> we could go on and on with this. I'm looking at this comment from Sister Indira. <laughs> If you think you are too small to make a difference, then you haven't spent the night with a mosquito.
2: My God!
0: Some guy named Vlad Subchuk. So, so Don't say yeah, Chuck. Just <laughs> but
2: that's so good.
0: Yeah.
2: Ooh You ooh, that's good. That is so good.
0: You want to read this one?
2: Um, let me see. Your walk may be different, but no, but no less in the eyes of God to make a difference in people's lives for God. Yeah. Difference doesn't mean less valuable. That's so good. Yeah, that's good. That's really good.
0: Yeah, some amazing mm-hmm. conversation tonight. I, I, I just, um. I, I, yeah, I, I want to see what this says. Lean from his <laughs> word says, yes, when we fight the good fight of faith, we need to keep our minds stayed on Jesus. Satan distracts us to get our minds off of God yeah. and on the problems. When we focus on God, we know who we are and whose we are to keep fighting, to keep walking in authority. That is so. You know, good. I'm just thinking about in a boxing match. Even you know boxing. When 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 <laughs> when when somebody gets hit, sometimes they 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 have what's called seeing stars. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the corner and they say, How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> and uh they're trying to make sure that you're still seeing clearly. Yeah. And that's the purpose of the corner man is to when when the situation is hitting you so hard Mm. and it's hard to see clearly the corner man, which for us is the word of God, it's the Holy Spirit, the corner man. And it's even your brothers and sisters in the Lord, your accountability partners, your corner man is the person who actually is 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 checking to make sure that you're see, still seeing things right. Come on. How many fingers am I holding ah, up? That's so good. All right, because because they're looking for the truth. You, you know, you
2: all over my conversation yesterday, I was oh, talking all I? about truth. Yeah. Come on, look We're at God for bringing it together. You know, truth. are you still truth.
0: seeing truth? If I'm holding up yeah. two fingers, but you're telling me I'm holding up four fingers, you're not in truth. Whew. So. That's what the enemy wants to do, take us out of truth. Touching on some you stepping right? on toes
2: tonight, yeah. brother. And so we we
0: we we gotta we gotta really do that. Um Let's see what we Torrent gotta really says. be mindful of that. The you,
2: devil loses. Let's see.
0: You wanna read that one?
2: Yes, the devil loses when we don't know or remember who we are. Oh, love, sorry. The devil loves when we don't know or remember who we are. Um, because then he starts to bully us. Whew. Yeah, he feel like he got a leg up on us. But when you stand up to that bully with the authority, come on, Torrance, we have in Christ, that fight changes greatly. Man, that is good. Yeah, that is good. When you know who you are and then exercise that authority. He nothing but a bully. That's all he is a bully. But when you stand up, (laughs) that whole fight changes.
0: Yeah, Tatiana <laughs> said they were talking about this in her women's Bible study. Mm. Serving in the ministry and knowing what area of grace, grace you're, you're
2: in. in. Amen. Wow. Yes, that's good. Babies, as a mean sweet. Ah, let Sister me see D the sweet potato. She bakes a mean,
1: sweet potato pie. <gasps>
2: oh, come on, on Sister D. do we coming over to your house? We ah. gonna bring everybody to get saved through that sweet potato. Come on here. Yeah, <laughs> it's sweet potato time, <laughs> man. What did she say? Not the, not the ginger. No, not the ginger.
0: <laughs> Look, I don't know what y'all be putting in. I just eat it and if it tastes no, good, I'll, it tastes good. Mm,
2: I use a whole lot of brown sugar. Light brown sugar and dark brown sugar. A little bit. More light than oh, dark, but okay. it has a little molassesy taste. Yeah. And yeah. some people put a little bit of orange juice in it just for the acid, but you don't taste the orange juice, but it does something when you bake it, but I'm going to leave it alone.
0: Okay. I'm gonna leave it alone. All right. That but, went uh, all the way over here. Yeah. But I definitely you don't put it, enough for in for to sure.
2: taste it. But um I think you did have the pie action one time. Okay. And you did the the pictures for us. So the um that I never actually got converted. But anyway, that's uh, a whole nother conversation. Yeah,
0: yeah. Job <laughs> eight and seven says pride is assuming a role or position that you know God never called you to. Man, mm.
2: can we can we can't do
0: that? Well, I know why they would do it. My Vainglory. God.
2: That's deep. Pride is
0: a. Let me see this real quick. Before Elijah was given a double portion of Elijah's, excuse me, before Elisha was given a double portion of Elijah's mantle, he had to serve Elijah first. Yes. God cannot give us a powerful mantle if we're not willing to serve him (sighs) in the little things.
2: Mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. When you serve your mentor or faithful unto their, what they're doing and their vision, the next thing you know, you getting the skills and all the stuff that you need. And then mm-hmm. God says it's your time. Yeah. And you're like, I serve faithfully under this person. So now I God can trust me with the things he gives me. Man. oh, that's good.
0: So, well, we kind of like right past nine, which is actually excellent.
2: Oh, it is. We it's, usually it's, be talking to 930 yeah, it's, it's and you like, excellent. come on, Nicole, wrap it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and God is just so good. Yes, and so is. I'm just really thinking about authority and uh, believe two. in God as a healer, believe in God as a deliverer, mm. believe in God as a provider. Believe in God as a sustainer.
2: That sound like part two, three, four, five, six. Keep yeah, talking. Be,
0: be, believe in God. That's really the root <laughs> yeah. of the, the, the common denominator is yeah. believing God. Because that's where the authority stems from. You got any last words you want to say about it, sis?
2: You know, I'm just fired up as I always am. I, I, I tell you, these talks have been are always a blessing to me because it it, it truly enables us to kind of take what we know in the word and apply it to real life situations and you know, I as it sometimes when I was a teacher in a classroom, I would give students an assignment and it's like, okay, application time. So now how would you respond in this situation? So how is, you know, and if you don't know enough about something to talk about it or even know enough to ask about it, it it, it means that you got to do some studying, you wow. know. So these conversations help to build my faith and to build my learning and to enable me to grow because now I want to look up some stuff and I want to get further clarity on some things. So I, I I thank you for this time and I'm so honored to be here and hopefully it won't take me too long to come back again I know it's in a few months y'all um yeah. but I'm excited I'm super excited and I'm humbled and thankful for the opportunity brother Greg
0: praise the Lord thank praise the Lord so well much. I'm always excited to have you on awesome, you know awesome, come on awesome, here awesome, chop it awesome. up and I yes. just I just love how um the Lord is able to flow through these conversations yeah. you know what I mean and yeah yeah and just yeah. uh thank you for even bringing up the topic you Know what I mean for us to discuss tonight? So. He makes me pick
2: all the topics, y'all. I'm sorry, yeah. Look, I, yeah, I'll
0: be trying to take a vacation. Like
2: which what, what God telling you was He telling you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. yeah. Let me stop. But yeah, <laughs> I thank right.
2: God, I thank God,
0: Amen. It's Amen. Been awesome. Yep. Well, listen, family, we thank y'all for hanging out with us a little bit. Um, I don't know if you want to tell them where they can find you or anything you got going on oh, with us before we I, go. Mm,
2: wow. I don't even know if about you want me. to. I mean, I will because I know guys push me in that season to start opening my mouth and talking more. But uh, my name is Nicole Queen. As you guys know, you can find me on Instagram. Um, Lord, I be forgetting my own tag. My, um,
0: That's supposed to be your. Instagram I know it right is here. the
2: one, but I always forget it because I'm never <laughs> on there. But I'm going to start getting on there more. So my um, handle is uh, the at Nicole M Queen. Um, but I also have a publishing company so when you were talking about author you know i got excited so you can find me my handle at title your truth it's called Title your truth publishing i'm also on facebook my name is um i think this is tagged to my profile already so you probably already see my profile on there nicole i think it's miss nicole queen or something but anyway nicole queen i'm a friend of griggs on there so if you want to find me on there as well um i think that's pretty much it I don't even
0: praise the I'm Lord. Get I have social Lord. media
2: handles. I'm the worst. <laughs> God. yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna get better. You. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm just good. excited I'm to into. be here to chit chat with everybody. And if you if God has called you to write, if that's your grace, to uh, use your God given authority, I'm here to help you. Um, you know, reach out if you need to. Otherwise, I'll see you guys next few weeks, and we'll just keep chopping it up as you say.
0: Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, listen, family, I thank y'all for hanging out with us a little bit. God is truly good. He is worthy to be praised. That's all we have in the Solid Talk family. Y'all take care and be blessed. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud.
1: Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect, call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid, I'm dropping knowledge, wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard just like. It's a blunt object, culture living godless I can't even call it, we in the last days Babylon is falling don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya Points got to a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya Let's walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh, all the shell We say we trying to get the Speaking rest of ya Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next True believers, they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect of The pages, the blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases. I plead it and believe it, so it covers all my bases. Speaking out loud and depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect, call in, or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity. Social media, nothing more than narcissistic vanity. PC culture on a mission, and they try to cancel me, but I know Jesus. Gonna